Welcome to the science of sex. Threesomes are incredibly popular. I know, that's like saying water is wet, but it's important to get an idea of just how wildly popular they are, at least in our imaginations. A study conducted by Dr. Justin Miller, a sex researcher and author of Tell Me What You Want, The Science of Sexual Desire and How It Can Help Improve Your Sex Life, which surveyed 4,175 adults, revealed that 87% of women and 97% of men have fantasized about having sexual relations with multiple partners. The problem? Jealousy can be a big issue when considering a threesome. This presents quite the conundrum. I can't help but wonder if we want it so badly because we know the risks involved, among other reasons, of course. We often want what's deemed off-limits. And from a lengthy history of personal experience, I can say with certainty that all of the threesomes I've engaged in were more intense and more arousing when the connection with my partner was deeper. More risk, more reward. Whenever I had threesomes with kind of friends or acquaintances, I guess you might call them, it wasn't as profound of an experience. When I had threesomes with somebody I was in a committed relationship with, the results were amazing. I felt some incredible things. But again, with that comes risk. There's also a tremendous feeling of overcoming involved in threesomes, overcoming your emotions, overcoming society's standards, trying to force you to have certain relationship types, and our longstanding cultural rules that have rendered sexual exploration forbidden. There's a sense of wonder in reconnecting with our ancestral heritage. Long before monotheistic religions became the dominant moral forces in the lives of billions of people, polytheistic religions and prehistoric peoples openly practiced sex with many, many partners. It was commonplace. To them, sex was a cause for celebration, not fear and moral outrage. It was an act of connection, not possession. While this feeling of connection with our prehistoric ancestors or ancient ancestors is seductive, we don't live in prehistoric times. We weren't raised in an environment that revered sex, which means if we want to embrace the threesome, we've got to reverse engineer a lot of the feelings, beliefs, and dispositions we never chose to have in the first place. In other words, our feelings might get in the way. In a sense, this is the philosophical draw of the threesome. In an almost Nietzschean sense, the threesome forces you to confront your deepest biases. Sometimes, that confrontation is loud and destructive, as you bury the obsolete versions of yourself and find yourself reborn anew with a whole new outlook on life. It's natural to feel a strong connection of various feelings with the person you're in a relationship with. The idea of introducing a third person into such a potent dynamic, especially sexually, can be intimidating. But that doesn't mean it's an impossible feat or that you should never try it. In my view, everyone should try it at least once. But only if you've done your diligent research and planned things out beforehand. That's where the science of sex comes in. Let's talk about threesomes, jealousy, and love. Even if everyone involved is comfortable with the situation, it's understandable to feel a little uneasy seeing someone else's paws all over the person you love. 
it's important to understand that feelings of discomfort, nervousness, and excitement are different from feelings of jealousy, total inadequacy, and fear of abandonment. Feeling a little out of place is to be expected. After all, you're in a completely new situation, sharing your partner's body with someone else, or they're watching you share your body with someone else. If that feels like a threat, it can quickly lead to feelings of insecurity that go down a rabbit hole, and much worse. If you choose to have a threesome, you'll encounter brand new feelings that you won't even have words for. You can either name them on the spot, or you can just go with the flow and analyze them, sitting back and wondering, why am I feeling this way? What familiar feelings does this experience most closely resemble? I believe that love is the essential ingredient of a proper, healthy, fun, enjoyable threesome. I don't just mean that you love your partner. Most of us love our partners. Doesn't automatically mean we're going to have a great time in a threesome. I mean love in the Aristotle sense. Aristotle believed that true love was loving someone else for their own benefit. It's seeing beyond what you get out of a relationship and loving them for what's best for them. It's loving what they most enjoy simply because they enjoy it. And if we truly want to love someone else, and if we truly want someone else to enjoy their lives, we must accept that it can't always happen on our terms. The more you love someone on their terms, the more indeed, according to Aristotle, you love someone. I've seen firsthand how jealousy can manifest itself during threesomes. I had a friend who was invited to a threesome with her partner and someone else. She was very excited about the experience, but soon after the threesome began, she noticed her partner was paying more attention to the other person than her. She quickly felt hurt, jealous, and neglected. Her feelings unraveled into a web of panic and fear. The threesome was over before things even really got heated up. The truth is, she was totally unprepared. She hadn't thought of the various possibilities that could unfold over the course of her threesome. She hadn't tried to imagine the negative feelings that might crop up so she could address those in the moment. This happens tragically often. The only time I've experienced something resembling threesome jealousy was during threesomes with two women, when the women were paying more attention to one another. This can be expected. Just a heads up, guys, if you land a threesome with two women, you'll likely be the third wheel. Whether it's because they're immersed in each other or they want to put on a show for you, prepare to do a lot of watching and sitting. And from my experiences, it'll probably not be as active as you assumed. And that's okay. Different vibes for different situations. This is especially true if it's the first time one or both of the women are with another woman and they're exploring their sexuality. They might need that freedom to explore themselves and figure out if they're enjoying themselves. I didn't get upset or end the threesomes, of course, but sexual encounters that don't include orgasms are always a bummer. And I had a couple of threesomes with two women where I didn't reach orgasm. It was less of a feeling of jealousy and more like if I'd known what I was getting myself into, that I'd be watching a lot more than participating, I wouldn't have felt so deflated. This is why communication is the key to a successful threesome. So how do you manage your jealousy during your threesome? Let me just say it out loud one more time for the people in the back. Jealousy happens. 
accept it. It doesn't always happen, but it happens enough that you want to prepare for it in advance. Acknowledge that jealousy can be a part of the experience and plan for it. Talk to your partner about how you might deal with it if it pops up and create a plan to address it. Reflect long and hard on what you want out of your experience. And if you're in a committed relationship with one of the participants, it's important you discuss things at length so everyone is on the same page. You must do this before the actual threesome. Jealousy is a particularly tricky emotion to manage during a threesome itself. Plus, you don't want to have to stop and negotiate feelings and activities and the like. Talk to your partner about the experience you aim to have with them, the boundaries you're comfortable with, and the expectations you hope for. That last part is really important. It's important that you both delve into one another's fantasies and dreams and hopes and the things that you want to get out of it so you can make sure that you can make those a reality, both for you and for your partner. That way, you have a mutual understanding of what to expect during and after the encounter. You want to be aware of how you're feeling the entire time, unless you get lost in a messy sea of pleasure, so much so that the whole room around you just disappears and you are so focused on what you're doing and you're just enjoying yourself. Still, at the same time, you always have to observe boundaries. Try to be cognizant of what you want, of what your partner wants, and what the other person wants. Or, if you don't have a partner and you're just with two friends or something, just make sure that you're conscious of what everybody's wanting, hoping, expecting, and what limits they have. Recently, I read some advice from Dr. Jen Mann. Jen Mann is a licensed marriage and family therapist, and Jen suggests not having your first threesome with someone you know. This is presuming that you're in a relationship and inviting somebody else into your bedroom. Threesomes are more socially acceptable today than when I was having them back in the day. But I almost always had threesomes with friends, and they almost always turned out wonderfully. I've seen it work well and work out poorly both ways, with friends or with somebody you met online. I think Dr. Mann's advice is probably to steer people away from awkward encounters with friends or colleagues that they have to deal with later on once the deed is done. I can understand that. You don't want to be forced to sit in work meetings with somebody you had a very bad sexual experience with. At the same time, friends can help immensely. When you know the person, you already have a little bit more trust with them. And if everybody's on board and the people involved are attracted to one another, hey, things can work out great. You might find plenty of people who advise you not to, not to have your first threesomes with friends. And hey, I wholly support that opinion, but I've had the opposite experience. I've had great times with friends. Dr. Mann's advice is undeniably good. Things like make a sex checklist so you know what things you want to do and what things are totally off limits going into it. So that way you have a plan, a roadmap, so to speak. Some people don't want to see their partners kissing someone else but have no qualms with penetration. Others might not want penetration but they're okay with oral sex. It's important that you don't assume that your partner's desires are going to be exactly the same as your own. And it's important that you don't assume that their boundaries and limits are going to be the same as your own. Just because something seems like no big deal to you doesn't mean it's the same for everybody else there. Whatever your dynamic is, 
figure it out with your third. Don't be afraid of your desires or your hard limits. Set boundaries firmly and get it all out. I mean, all of it. Plan out what you want to do, but don't dump your whole sexual bucket list on your third. If you plan to have more than one threesome, you'll have plenty of time to get to the good stuff later. It can be overwhelming if you ask somebody to do 45 different sex positions. This is especially true if you just met the person online and you don't really know them. Another piece of solid advice she gives is to state your fears of what might happen. Getting them out in the open before you're all standing there naked will help you envision them and help you and your partner develop a plan in case those fears become a reality. She also recommends establishing boundaries within the relationship about what's okay and what's not okay with your third. I don't mean sexual stuff here. I mean after the threesome is over with. This is a mistake a lot of people make. Is it all right for the other person to text your partner without telling you? How do you want to handle the interactions after the threesome? Should the third participant be invited to stay the night afterwards? Or is it preferable that they depart shortly afterwards? And are they okay with that? Make sure you get all this stuff out there and you discuss it with everybody involved. All of it should be clarified so there's no confusion of where everyone stands. To ensure a smooth transition, it's often best to bid the third party a kind goodbye soon after the event and to spend some alone time with your partner afterwards so you can go over what happened and how you feel about it. You're both probably going to be having a lot of feelings. If you're not in a partnered relationship and you are having threesomes with friends or poly, solo poly people, you can all sit together and have a discussion before one or all of you departs, however that might play out. Some other tips from my experience include the following. Don't make too much of a big deal about it while planning. Personally, my first threesomes were never planned, but I lived pretty recklessly when I was young. Plan, but don't make it out to be more than it is. It's just a singular sex act that millions of people across the world have done and are doing every single day. It's not forever, and it'll probably be over sooner than you anticipated. Don't get drunk. A few drinks or a bit of other substances might help you relax or enhance the experience, but the more aware you are of your senses, the better. You don't want to wake up with both a hangover and regrets. And last, do something extraordinary. You don't have to go all out, but at least check one item off your sexual bucket list if you can. You wanted to have sex overlooking the city? Maybe the three of you can chip in and rent a high-rise for the night. You've been dying to try bisexual activity? Now's a good time to give it a shot. But don't get too lost in your personal exploration, so lost that you leave your partner out. The point is, you want to have an enjoyable memory that you can take with you. But that isn't the threesome itself. More than that, you want to have a solid connection with your partner or partners. It's important to remember that it's normal to feel a little jealous during a threesome. But with good communication and respect for each other's boundaries, it's possible to ensure that everyone can have a safe and amazing experience.